welcome to the first episode of the Biggie Cheese Podcast. I am Cheese. Biggie is not here with us today, but I'm just going to give you guys a rundown on what the Biggie Cheese Podcast is all about. Now, if you have found this, you probably have come from one of my videos, or you have, and you've come to the website. So, yeah, this is this is the website. Be sure to check back soon for more videos, more news, and more episodes. This is our new podcast, the Biggie Cheese Podcast. We will be uploading, hopefully, one episode per week. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to split off into two parts. We're going to do the intro, we're going to talk a little bit, and then we're going to do... So Biggie is going to talk about games, the latest uh, fact that you didn't know about games, and then I'm going to have a section where I talk about some facts that you didn't know about movies and TV. Then we're going to meet back up and talk about news that happened in movies, TV, and games. That's the basic rundown. We may have extra people on the podcast every now and then. The seasons will be at least 20 episodes long. And yeah, I hopefully we will upload one every week, and I'll see you guys later. Goodbye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Biggie Cheese Podcast. I'm Biggie. <laughs> and I'm Cheese. It kind of sounds weird saying that. It does. Like, oh, we're the Biggie Cheese Podcast. Like, it could have been named anything. And we decided Biggie Cheese. Well, we're all still tired from camp last week, so. True. Enough. Yes. So, do you want to go first, or should I? I mean, sure, I'll go first. So, well. Mention the rundown. Yeah, so I released a video the other day, the first video. So oh, this, like a week ago. Yeah, this is the second episode, so that was the first episode in that one. I talk, I did a rundown of everything we're going to be doing. We will not be doing a news segment for the first couple episodes, just so we can get used to it. Yeah. But, yeah. So, So if you haven't seen the rundown, basically, I will be talking about games, and and, and Cheese will be talking about movies and TV. Right. So... We'll both kind of come together and discuss it. Right, yeah, for the first couple episodes. So, yeah, I guess we'll move on to the news. Alright, so... Uh, in movies and TV news, some big news dropped this week, or I guess this is the end of this week, because Saturday on the day of releasing. Yes, we, we know. 
know how the weeks work. <laughs> totally. So, after Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp, Disney has officially gone through with their deal to buy 20th Century Fox. Which is a humongous deal. Yeah, that means the X-Men and the Fantastic Four can join the MCU. Yeah. I'm very excited. Like, the X-Men are my all-time favorite superhero team. Now, when you say you're excited because it's your favorite superhero team, why would you say you're excited for it being transferred to Disney? Well, I feel like Fox didn't really live, like, use the X-Men and the Fantastic Four to their full potential. Like that some is true. Some but of the you movies. Think about what Disney might do to it. Yeah, like they came out with all these like amazing movies that have like like broken records. Like imagine what they could do with the X Men. But what do you think they might be able to do in a negative way? Hmm. Well. That's what I'm kind of worried about. I think they do definitely have some potential for making. X-Men and Fantastic Four a much better I don't know how to word it but they definitely have some potential but think about what they've done with like Star Wars they've Mm. made multiple really cruddy cartoons out of it (laughs) (laughs) they made some I heard they made some cartoon with all of the girls from Star Wars. Yeah, that's just... Which completely, like, messes up the timeline, and it just doesn't make any sense at all. And seven-year-olds love it. (laughs) So... Yeah. And then it's on Netflix, and then... And then it's on Netflix, and you go to your friend's house, and their five-year-old little sister is watching that cruddy cartoon and it just ruins your day. Yeah, and you're just like, Yeah. Yeah. Makes you want to puke out of your eyes and ears. So, (laughs) think of what Disney might do to X-Men and Fantastic Four. Yeah, that could be... They definitely have some sort of... They definitely could do something good to it, but they can also very, very well do something bad to it. Yeah, if I was going, okay, if I, you know Apocalypse, right? The big blue X-Men villain? I don't know. Oh, you should, you should look it up sometime. It's pretty cool. I feel like he should be played by The Rock. Like, well, you said big and blue. <laughs> The Rock can do both of those things. (laughs) That or Josh Brolin, except he's he's already cast, so he plays Thanos, which is big and blue purple (laughs) blue. (laughs) Yeah, coming so coming from a guy who doesn't really know that much about, like, 
like Marvel and stuff. What would yeah? What do you think? Would you go and see an X Men movie with the Avengers? Oh, for sure. Yeah. But finish, finish. Yeah, like what I'm worried about is there's this famous storyline that completely like screwed it up. It was called X Men versus the or that uh, Avengers versus X Men. And it, Wait, finish what you were saying before. What I see an X Men movie if and then you stopped. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking. I was talking to you. Like, would you go see an X Men movie if? And I was asking you. If what? Well, yeah, if what? I am confused. Oh, <laughs> uh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you mean? So, yeah. I think if they were going to make. So, I the one thing that I feel like Marvel would immediately jump to is make an Avengers vs. X-Men movie. Hmm. Which would really overcook my croissant. I haven't heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, let's say this is how disappointed I would be. Okay. If they made X-Men... Because I've seen an X-Men movie. I've seen... Well, I haven't seen Infinity War yet, sadly. Neither have I. But I've seen the other Avengers movies, including Captain America Civil War. Right. So, and I've seen one X-Men movie, and I really need to watch the others because people people say I'm in disgrace for not watching all the X-Men movies. So, I, I guess I guess I should. Some of them are actually really good. I've heard. But I, I watched the third movie, I think it was, and it looked... I was really confused, but it looked really cool. So... <laughs> well... And I think, I think the other movies... Oh, probably are... I, I don't know, I can't... I don't... I can't have an opinion on it, but... Yeah. I'm pretty disappointed. Also... Oh, shoot. The stupid printer just started doing stuff. <sighs> Okay, I'm gonna have to pause it. Okay, there we go. So, I'll edit that part out. So, um, I don't know if you know this, Biggie, but there are, there is actually a, not only will they be, will, um, Disney be getting the, the Fantastic Four, but in addition to that, they'll be getting the cosmic Marvel universe. Like, that's a whole branch of the Marvel universe that has, like, Silver Surfer, the... cosmic. Yeah. In space. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy would not have happened if Fox hadn't been like, eh, okay, fine. Wait, Guardians of the Galaxy... Is part of the cosmic. So, use it. I don't know if you knew this, but the first Fantastic Four movie 
they used, um, because when they made the first Fantastic Four movie, uh, Marvel, they, they were getting rid of the, they were getting rid of Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four, and the X-Men, so they lost a... getting rid of it? No, they did, in, like, 2001. They gave them to Fox. So they lost a ton of money, so, um... Um, Fox was trying to tie it in, tie other stuff into their movies as much as they could to get as much of the Marvel money from Marvel as they could. So they brought in Galactus as the main villain for the second Fantastic Four movie. And Galactus is loosely... Galactus is in the cosmic universe. Yeah. So putting him in and they didn't even they didn't even show him he was just like this big cloud so putting him a big cloud in their movie and saying the name galactus like once in the movie took the entire cosmic universe from marvel wow yeah so bringing that in would bring bringing that back would bring in stuff like um, let me see here. Nova? The Nova Corps? Oh, I know Nova. Yeah. He would come... It was come... Spider-Man cartoon I watched when I was, like, nine. Yeah. Nova would be in there. Um, Annihil... Oh, I would love to see Annihilus as a Fantastic Four villain for their movie. Look up Annihilus. I don't have my iPad. <laughs> or my iPod, so. Re. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so Annihilus is like this huge, like, he kind of looks like a mutant robot lizard with wings. He is my fave. Him and Blastar are my favorite um, space Fantastic Four villains. There was a comic story maybe 10 years ago. I can't remember. It was called Annihilation. And it's where the scrolls, um, like, yeah, scrolls, Thanos, Annihilus, the Badoon, and the Chitauri all teamed for, those are all cosmic villains with armies. They all teamed up to, annihilate the universe like planet by planet and it was amazing and um I would love to see that as a movie I find it interesting when they make storylines about annihilating the universe Mm. or destroying the universe you want to know why? why? because what else is there after the universe? Um, nothing. Why would they want to annihilate it? Just want to be floating there in the dark, like, so, uh, how's life? (laughs) Pretty boring. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Why do we annihilate the uh, universe? I don't know. (laughs) Because we wanted to. Because we felt like it. (laughs) Deeply regretting it now. (laughs) Okay, but if there was... If there was a single X-Men storyline, 
that I would want to see as a movie. It would be House of M. Don't know what that is. Mostly because they haven't made it yet. So House of M is where, uh, you know Scarlet Witch, right? Yes. You know she's Magneto's daughter, right? Her and Quicksilver? No. They're Magneto's children. Okay. That could tie into the X-Men coming in in, like, 2019 or 2020. Like, that could tie in really well. Anyway, so she goes, like, I think she's being controlled by a psychic or something. I can't remember how it starts, but, like, her children, Scarlet Witch's children, are, like, she tries to make them out of reality because they died. And everybody's like, oh, no, they're dead. And she's like, no, but but they're alive. And everybody's like, no, they're dead. And so she goes insane and completely recreates, like, all of reality. And so what we have is House of M, where Magneto ended up... It's an alternate universe where Magneto ended up ruling the world. And he's in charge of all of the superheroes, except for Wolverine, who kind of, like, wakes up and is like, what happened? <laughs> so they have to stop. They have to, like, reverse time and stuff. It's really awesome. Anyway. Yeah. That's what I would like to see for an X-Men, an X-Men bringing into the Marvel Universe in addition to the Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. Okay. Moving on to games. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, the thing we were going to mention today was Toys to Life. The, back in, what, let's say... 2012 started becoming extremely popular. Oh, 2011. Uh, 2011. Yeah. yeah. Skylanders. <laughs> it's, sky, it's skyrocketed. Oh my goodness. It, like, you went to Walmart, you went to the, you were like seven, you went with your grandma to buy like every single Skylander there was, <laughs> and then you'd like go home and unpackage them and like put them on your little portal of power, and then... If you were born after 2003, you would have an entire bucket of Skylanders. And I do. (laughs) So... I don't, because I have a small wallet. I never got one. Isn't that sad? Yeah, that's really, really sad. (laughs) You don't... Okay... Going to the store and buying a Skylander was, like, the best feeling in the world. Because <laughs> it was, like, so cool that you could make a toy, like, a really cool toy that you could also play with inside of a video game. That was, like, really, really cool. And Yeah. But what was really sad is that they... I wouldn't say they exactly went out of business, but they kind of went out of business. They're People kind of came to their senses and were like, <laughs> things are wasting our money. Okay, here's the thing. 
It was like ten dollars for a single Skylander. Oh no, if no. The us, it was twenty. I remember the cheapest ones being fifteen. Really? Yeah. Okay, let me look it up. It's possible, yeah. So, they were really, really expensive. We started buying them. We loved it. We bought more and more and more of them. In 2017? Or no, was it 2016? Might have been 2017. I can't remember. Um, the last game was re- released, and nobody nobody cared. <laughs> so Superchargers? I think it was, yeah. So, to help it go along, they made Skylanders Academy, which was a Netflix TV show that had Dan TDM in it. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? Yes, it was 2016. <laughs> I remember... <laughs> no, nothing against Dan TDM or anything, but he made a video sponsored by um, Activision about Skylanders Academy. You know why they did that? Dan TDM, growing as a popular YouTuber, they're like, let's piggyback off of him to make some money. So... They sponsor him. He talks about it. He probably got paid a lot to do that. I'm sorry they made you do that, Dan. (laughs) And then they sponsored him. He talked about it. We watched it for about a week. And then it was done. (laughs) Now, Activision over here. um, Activision crying. Because they have no more money, <laughs> and they're whining about it, and so you know what they do? I forgot what it's called, but they made Skylanders, like, the make-your-own-Skylander thing. Oh my gosh, that was Imaginators. Right? Skylanders Imaginators. It was the stupidest thing ever. It's not on mobile. Okay. <laughs> well, then, like, 2017, yeah. make Skylanders Imaginators, and of course, you know who got that game and played it on their YouTube channel? My boy Dan TM. Uh... I, I, Dan, I have nothing against you, <laughs> but, like, why? weren't even sponsored. Yeah. What I was saying before, kind of got off track, but what I was saying before, we bought so much of it, and then eventually we ran out. Nobody started buying them. They just kept on making more. And what kind of lost me was when they made Swap Force. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. Okay, so I thought the first one was was really cool. cool And Giants, I thought was really, really cool. Yeah, we finished that game in three days. That was awesome. Then. uh, They made Swap Force. It was 
it looked cool. I played the game. Okay, so the figures looked pretty good. I played the game. It was trash. Yeah, and nobody really bought it. <laughs> and after that was Trap Team, I think. Yeah. I was lost. There was so many of these dang figures because they wanted more money. They made so many of the figures that I'm pretty sure that the figure that from the first game, Spyro's Adventure, mm -hmm. to Swap Force, I think they tripled how many figures they made for Swap Force than they did for um, for Spyro's Adventure. I'm pretty sure because they wanted more money. Everybody was lost. Nobody was buying them anymore. And then we got into... After Trap Team, there was... What was after Trap Team? Was it Superchargers? Um, no. I think it was. It was? Yep. Let me look it up real quick. Okay, so... So... Skylanders hasn't actually closed its doors and said they're done, but they're basically dead. Yeah. Like, nobody cares anymore. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Maybe that one first grader that's off by, like, seven years. <laughs> Listens so, to Nyan Cat while playing Skylander. Yes. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it was Iris Adventure in 2011. Giants in 2012, right. Swap Force 2013, right. Trap Team 2014, Superchargers 2015, and uh, Skylanders Imaginators 2016. Yeah. Mm. Stop <laughs> so, so after Skylanders, um, Disney Infinity started. Now that. No, I don't know. Actually, Disney Infinity was in 2014. Oh, the Wikipedia article says 2013. 2013, okay. Skylanders. To make Disney Infinity. And I think it was a cool idea, but then... Then Disney... What was it? 2.0? 2.0. They and brought in Marvel. And, we're, and I was like, uh... Uh, okay. Then 3.0 was Star, Star Wars. Wars. And I was like, uh... Wait, no, Disney didn't buy Marvel. I meant for 3.0, Disney bought Star Wars. Right, but yeah. Disney, um, did they have to buy rights to make Marvel in their game? No, they bought Marvel. Disney bought Marvel, remember? They bought Fox. Yeah, they bought Fox, but like this week. I don't know how many years ago they bought Marvel. They bought Marvel. When did <laughs> I typed in when did and the first thing that comes up is when did Skylanders come out? <laughs> okay, what was I what was I doing? When did oh yeah. When, when did, did Disney buy Marvel? Disney yeah, here we go. When did Disney buy Marvel? August 31st, 
2009. Wow. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, so Disney Infinity 2.0. For me, it was kind of cool at first. When you heard about it, it's like they made another game. Oh, cool. Marvel. Oh, that sounds pretty cool. Played it, and it was not nearly as good as you thought it'd be. Yeah. And then for 3.0, I didn't, it was the exact opposite. I didn't think it was going to be good, but then I, I, I actually, well, I can't talk, well, I'm hot. I actually thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. The only thing is, it became so repetitive that it wasn't, I mean, it was just so repetitive. It, it wasn't fun at all. It's really self-explanatory. So I found, just uh... Like some, I found a global sales that are really popular right now. Hmm. Okay, so I found I found a chart that says global sales of Skylander console software. Like global. Spyro's Adventure, the first one, five point three million. Alright. Giants, five point Five one million. Okay. Swap force. Now this is interesting. Six point fourteen bill or pff, million. Billion, yeah. Yeah, million. So so that that actually did the best. And here's why I think this is true. Yeah, and people loved giants, so they immediately went and bought Swap Force. So it went from five. To five and a half to six. Guess how well Trap Team did? Huh. 4.29 million. Yeah. Then Superchargers made 2.6 million. Yeah. <laughs> how much did Imaginators make? Um. Let me check. It's like $2. <laughs> Skylanders Imaginators sales. <laughs> what? So all the other ones were millions, right? Oh no. Sixty-six thousand. <laughs> Those poor people. <laughs> Wait, did they make Call of Duty? Activision owns Call of Duty. Oh. They made Call of Duty. <laughs> yes. Oh, and Disney Infinity was kind of the same, except it never went, like, up and then down. Disney Infinity went from 5 to 3 to 2. Depression. <laughs> Amiibo... Okay. Ah, that's a whole different story. Okay, so whereas Skylanders did good up until Swap Force and then died. Yeah. And then jumped off a cliff. Disney and Disney Infinity just went downhill from the start. Amiibo was actually pretty interesting. 
Because it worked across all Nintendo games. Yeah. So... It says... One second, Carver, edit this out. Huh? Edit this out. What do you mean? Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. I'm just talking to my mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So, Skylanders went from... I'm going to have to check out the rest, but 2013, 5 million. The end of 2015, 10 million. Okay. So it's been like half a year and they've already doubled their sales. Okay. 2016, the beginning of 2016, 14 million. Okay. End of 2016, 21 million. Okay. Wait, let me check. Amiibo sales. Hmm. Tell me about the Amiibo. Even though I'm supposed to be the one talking here, you tell me about the Amiibo. <laughs> okay, so... In... Amiibo came out in 2014, right? Since 28... Like, since then? By 2018? With just one, one amiibo, the Link amiibo, they won't tell me the full sales that they've done to 2018, but with this one Link amiibo, 700,000. Wow. Amiibo's doing pretty good. Zelda is like... Zelda is very... How do I say it? I don't know the word for it, but let's just say they get a lot of sales on everything. Yeah. Zelda. Oh, yeah. 90s kids. That is why. Zelda came out in the 90s, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 90s kids, from what I've been told, because I know a lot of them, loved it. Same with, like, Pokemon and stuff. Um, a lot of 30-year-olds, or, like, close to 30-year-olds these days, still buy the Pokemon games because of the, it reminds them of their childhood. Right. Well, so, with Link and Zelda, they're going to get sales on everything. Even if it's a garbage game, they're going to get sales on it, unlike Skylanders, because they don't have the respect that, that uh, Zelda does. Right. Okay, edit it out again after I said, like, the, the, the Amiibo and Zelda stuff. Because my mom's back in here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, most of the... Dude, in 2017, did you hear about the huge Amiibo, like... Like, production? Yeah. Crash? Yes. People were, like, buying them on the black market. I kid you not. Really? Yeah. Why? Because they wanted them so much. Okay. Yeah. It w- it was it was bad. But, but they got a lot of sales off of it, so it's good for Nintendo. Yeah. So, other than that, are there any other, like, oh, Lego Dimensions? Ooh, this is good. Okay, so... 
it was actually pretty cool. Now, um, anybody that knows me, anybody that knows me in real life knows I'm fascinated by, like, the multiverse and, like... Yeah. Alternate universes and stuff. Yeah, he nerds out about it all the time. It's so cool, though. Yeah, it is. It is an interesting concept. Yeah, so Lego Dimensions took that idea and made it with Legos. And I was like, yes. Except here's the thing. I have a Wii and a 3DS. So I never, I've never actually played Lego Dimensions. You've never played it? Oh, no, that's not true. I played it at uh, Ben's house once. Alright. Yeah, but other than that... Shout out to my boy, Ben. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're not going to say your last name, but we know who you are. We know who you are. We know where you live. That's rude. Yeah. I do, though. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Yeah, like and, the was really cool. I think it was cool because it added things that you would have never thought you'd see in, in Lego. Right. Like, Back to the Future. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future. There was... Uh, like, there were Simpsons, okay? You didn't think you'd ever see Mr. Simpson, or, like, whatever his name is. Mr. Simpson? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, On a video game. Yeah. Like, I thought Back to the Future, I played that at my friend's house. That was awesome. It was really fun. And hoverboards, the DeLorean. Though, as good as it was, and there was a post credit scene in the game where it set up a sequel. But they never made the sequel. And then they never made a sequel because Skylanders died and they exploded. Like, they, they just jumped down the cliff. And, like a gerbil, or... Lemming? Is that... What's what's the animal that will, like, follow the, each other everywhere, and if one jumps yeah, down... Lemmings. A, lemmings? Lemmings? Okay. Yeah. After like Skylanders true. jumped down the cliff, Lego Dimensions jumped with it. That was sad. And after they... After Skylanders died, even though... Lego Dimensions was doing it decent, they just, like, randomly quit. They're like, nope, we're done. Yeah, they stopped making them. We're like, what? So, yeah. There were all, there were some other really stupid ones (laughs) that we don't, have you ever seen Disney Playmation in stores? It was like these Marvel characters that were like, it was like VR, but you put the character on the goggles and you played as that character. It was weird. What the heck? (laughs) That died after one year. I would think it'd die after a week. Like, what the heck? <laughs> but yeah. Disney, you are a weird company. Anyway. I've made some good movies, but you are such a weird company. Do you know Ubisoft? Ubisoft? Yes. Ubisoft? I don't know. They made Assassin's Creed. Right. 
They... So... Everything else is dead, right? Except for Amiibo. Like, yeah. In... At Comic-Con, they revealed Starlink, Battle for Atlantis. I think I've heard that. So, you get... The in, so it's Starlink Battle for Atlantis is the Ubisoft first step into the waters of Toys to Life business. The game doesn't require use of the toys to be played, but the gameplay is enriched by using them. The interactive toys consist of three categories. Ships, detachable weapons and gadgets, and pilots. So you can build your own ship for the game, but it's not necessary And they attach to the ships using magnets, so you can, like, customize your own spaceship. That sounds really, really cool. It's going to release on October 16th this year for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and for Nintendo Switch. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Not used to hearing the Nintendo Switch word, but you know what? What? That is going to be on our podcast. What is the explosion of Nintendo Switch. That's Stay gonna be next, next episode. This has been the Biggie Cheese Podcast. Thank you all for listening to our first episode. It's been, we have wasted 41 minutes of your time. Yep. <laughs> so, well, hope, see you next time. Yeah, see, see you in the next episode. I'm Cheese. I'm Biggie. We're Biggie Cheese, and we will see you later. Goodbye. Watch their podcasts without having to watch them on the podcast app at metalord52.wixsite.com backslash B-I-G-G-I-E no spaces C H E E Z and if you want to see all other episodes, add backslash all dash episodes. And yeah. See ya. Hello and welcome to the podcast of Biggie Cheese. The podcast website for this is www dot metalor fifty two dot website dot com backslash b i g g i e c h e e z backslash all dash episodes. Please enjoy the show. This is episode three. The switch is exp- the switch is explosion and bubblebee. See you guys later. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Biggie Cheese Podcast. I'm Biggie. And I'm Cheese. And today, we're going to be doing the same thing we did last time. Yeah, this is the Uh, third episode. Cheese is going to be reviewing the uh, movies and TV. I'll be reviewing uh, the games, and so let's just get started into it, so uh, that made no sense, but let's get into it. Uh...
Okay, so yeah, today I'm going to talk about the Bumblebee movie. So, Biggie, I don't know if you know this, but they the the most recent Transformers movies suck. I saw Age of Extinction. It was. It had it had some good stuff going for it, but it was not executed well. Yeah, I was I thought it was cool, but just not I mean it was cool but not really intriguing, I guess. Mm. It wasn't gonna make me go and see another Transformers movie. It didn't nah. it had more battle scenes than story, which I don't like. Well, here's the thing, though. The thing I really enjoy in a Transformers movie is actually seeing the action as opposed to the human characters. Yeah. Like, I do not... Other than... There were a couple funny parts in the first movie, but it went downhill from there. I don't know if you know this, but in the second movie, um, a little bit of a, little bit of a, like, spoiler, not so much spoiler, just like, be aware, young people that are watching this, or listening to this, um, so they go, the parents go to Sam's college to say goodbye to him. And the mom's eating pot brownies. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, she she kind of kind of yeah. <laughs> it it yeah. Hmm. Sounds delicious. That, so <laughs> that was unpleasant. <laughs> pot brownies are uh Something we probably won't discuss much. Yeah, um, in this series, just so you know. Yeah, this is uh, this is a family is, friendly is, show. This is a family friendly podcast. Okay, we're not going to talk about pop brownies in front of your kids. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I I know I I saw Age of Extinction. It was just a lot to process and some stuff that really would not be there for kids even though parents don't care but yeah they talk they talked about like minors and stuff in that movie or no i can't remember if that was the fourth or fifth ones i thought so when i think i am a for anybody that knows me on the show or in real life i i um, they probably know that i'm obsessed with transformers Yes. And th- this this might not mean anything to you, big, Biggie, but when I think of the best of a good villain for the Transformers, I think Galvatron. I don't know who that is. That was the I villain just... of the fourth movie, so I was really excited. And then they messed him up. <clears throat> they made him a villain... Because he was a transformer that the humans made, and he went turned evil. 
and the humans had, were like, we don't like Transformers, and they were going around killing all the good Transformers, uh, and then the one that they made turned, uh, it, was, it, was, it was just weird. I can't say much about Transformers. Mm-hmm. I, I did watch one Transformers cartoon when I was like six. Was it animated? Mm-hmm. Was it Transformers animated? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I watched that. I never actually watched the, sh- like, the show, but I got, a, for Christmas one year, I got a toy, like, this collection toy that had, like, Optimus Prime and Megatron from the TV show, and it had, like, a DVD of the pilot episode for the TV show. So I remember never watching the actual TV show. I just watched that pilot episode over and over again. <sighs> It was like the greatest pilot episode ever, though. So, yeah, when I saw Age of Extinction, that's the only thing I can talk about, because that's the only uh, movie I've seen. Actually, no, I, I have seen the first movie. Never mind. Yeah, and do not worry, loyal fans of the podcast, which we don't have any because we're three episodes in, but yeah. <laughs> do, do not worry, listeners. I am having... Biggie's over some time to watch, to binge the whole series, so... Yeah. Do not worry, he will have seen the other ones. All of them, but... Yes. So if I have to make any comments about anything, it'd have to be that I think it's a really, really, just in general, a really good idea for a movie series. Um, and I think... I think they definitely haven't lived up the full potential of Transformers at all. Even yeah. though it is really, really cool, and I like the first movie a lot. I don't think they've lived up what they can do with it. Poor Shia so, LaBeouf. Yeah. That movie basically <laughs> ruined his career. But, um... But yeah, so, luckily... This new, um, Michael Bay has stepped down because nobody likes him anymore. <laughs> and he, and Travis Knight, uh, has stepped, stepped up to produce Bumblebee, the spinoff movie that is a prequel. <clears throat> what else did Travis Knight do? He has done, oh, he was born. <laughs> so, um, do you... Huh. He was the... He was Laika's vice president of animation? Yeah. Do you know who that... Uh, Laika made, um, all of those animated horror movies. Coraline, Paranorman, Box Trolls... Okay, those... None of those are horror movies. Okay, but they're creepy. Yeah. Kubo and the Two Strings. Oh, no, uh, I watched that movie like 17 times last summer. And yeah. I hated it. But, <laughs> I mean, oh my gosh, that like, animation. It was a good movie. But that it, animation, I though. It that animation, though. It was, it was amazing. For so, Kubo? yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, like, actually amazing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, he's gonna direct this movie, so. Mm-hmm. That'll be pretty interesting. 
He was given... Wow, he's been given a lot of awards for Coraline, Paranorman, Box Trolls, and Kuba and the Two Strikes. I think it's a really good and sort of, I guess, outgoing idea to make a, to make a movie about someone who's not the main character. Hmm. Yeah, like... I think that's always a really, really cool thing. Like, regardless that Bumblebee is probably the most popular Transformer ever. Oh, yeah, but he isn't really considered the main character in any of the movies. Yeah. He is a humongous role in all of them, but not the main character. Right. Well, I guess you could say he's one of the main characters, but not not the main main character. That's usually, like, one of the humans. But, yeah, um... The Transformers that are gonna be in this movie... This, this, this... This just makes me so happy. Do you remember Blitzwing from the TV show? No, I barely remember anything from it. He was the guy that had three faces? No, I don't remember that. Uh, he was a Decepticon. Look it up sometime. He has so much character. He's probably the best guy. But How do you he, spell it? B-L-I-T-Z-W-I-N-G. Blitzwing. He is my favorite Decepticon ever. He... Ooh. Do you remember him? Well, no, I have a picture of him. Oh. He doesn't have three faces. Well, he doesn't, like... He doesn't have it, like... I don't mean, like, he has faces three... or faces? I, I said faces. He doesn't have, like, three heads. I mean, he has oh. three faces, like, they switch around. Oh, yeah. Regular tank and airplane. Or fighter jet. Yeah. So, he is a triple changer in the TV show. Oh, here's a picture of him in the TV show. Yeah. Do you remember him? Try to find it's a picture. So, sort of. Just a little bit. So, um, for, like, months, everybody thought he was, um, the guy from the, uh, movie was, like, the guy from the movie was, um, because in the trailer they showed a plane Decepticon. And everybody, but it didn't look like Starscream. So everybody was like, oh, it's Starscream. But other people were like, wait, it doesn't really look like Starscream. And he arrived in the first movie, so it doesn't make any sense. So who is that? So everybody was like, oh, it's Ramjet. Oh, it's Skywarp. Oh, it's Thundercracker. When they revealed that it was, I was like, I kind of want it to be Blitzwing. And it was Blitzwing. And I was so happy. I am going to be very sad if he doesn't have his three faces, though. Who is Shockwave? You showed me Shockwave. Oh, he's the guy with the one eye. Yeah. He was in the third movie. What about Prowl? Prowl? Oh, he was the uh, motorcycle guy from the TV show. Mm. So the, the Transformers that are going to be in this movie are Bumblebee, who turns into the Volkswagen Beetle that he did in the original 90s TV show. Actually, it was like the 60s. It's like the 60s. 60s? It was, yeah. Hmm. Um, there are going to be 
four. Uh, Optimus Prime is going to be in the movie. Obviously. Uh, he's going to talk about Bumblebee. Yeah, the Bumblebee movie. There are going to be four, four Decepticons in this movie. Shatter, Dropkick, Blitzwing, and Barricade. We already talked about Blitzwing. He turns into a red and white McDonnell Douglas F4 Phantom 2, which is a fancy fancy word for a plane. Mm -hmm. I know. I would really be... Okay, so... In the, in the TV show, he's a triple changer, right? Mm-hmm. He turns into a tank and a plane and a robot. Wait, the plane he turns into is a McDonnell Douglas? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. I would be so happy. You, I, like, the one thing that I would like to see at, in this movie is Blitzwing, like, flying... And then, like, he flies over a road and turns into, like, a tank and crashes down on the road and keeps driving. That'd be cool. That would be really awesome. Luckily, we don't... Well, we don't know if he's going to be a triple changer, but there are... Shatter and Dropkick? Look up pictures of the Bumblebee movie, and you'll find uh, blue and red Transformers running... Both Shatter and Dropkick, they're triple changers. Yeah. They have been officially revealed as triple changers. Shatter is, the red one is actually a girl. She turns into a red Plymouth satellite. And, uh, and a jump, and a jet. So she turns into a muscle car and a jet. Dropkick, who's the blue one, turns into a javelin, AMC javelin, and a uh, helicopter. Attack. Ooh, a twin so engine. I looked up Dropkick. D R O P K I C K. Yeah. Except it shows me about a bunch of like wrestling things. Okay, here's Dropkick. The blue one. Yeah. Is yeah. It, is this the girl one? No, the red one's the girl. Hmm. So. It turns into a truck. Hmm. Oh, maybe maybe that was a. Is that a toy? Yeah. Oh, look up Bumblebee, Shatter, and Dropkick. Shatter and dropkick. There we go. Ooh, yeah. Shut um. Oh, oh that's cool. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I would be really really happy if um um shatter and dropkick like I'd be really happy if um uh blitzwing was a triple changer too yeah that'd be really cool that would just be really awesome so anyway. you know what I think they should actually do for transformers what 
even though in the last episode I mentioned how much I hate this, it would be good for the for Transformers. Is if they sold their company, the company that owns Transformers, to Disney, really? so that they could make pretty cartoons out of it. The reason I say that is because uh, Transformers. Um, I'll even look it up. It's not very. I mean, it's just not very popular. Not a lot of people talk about Transformers. Not a lot of people watch Transformers. There's no popular Transformers cartoons. Not necessarily cartoons, but... Highest grossing movie... Wait, wait. Highest grossing toy lines of all time. Let me see here. Oh my gosh. What? Barbie? Yo-Yo? Easy Bake Oven? The heck? Oh, I know that. Transformers is number six. Okay. They've been around since the... Oh, it's the 80s. They've been around since the 80s. Without the toys, they've earned more than $3.7 billion Wow. from the movies. So maybe I was... I was a bit off there. But I still think they should make more cartoons, at least. Because you don't go to your friend's house and see his seven-year-old little sister watching Transformers. Hmm. You just don't. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Whoa. <laughs> How long have we been going? Oh, um, let me see here. We're at 20 minutes. 20 minutes, alright. Okay, so, switch. Trans- actually, I'd like to make this point first before we switch okay. over to games. Alright. Transformers... The movie was released in 1986, and it was to tie in... This was to tie in... This was on VHS for about, like, five months, because nobody cared. It made six million dollars. Take that, Skylanders. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, July 2nd, 2007, the first Transformers live-action movie was released. They had a budget of $151 million. Right? They made $700 million. Wow. Yeah. Second movie made... Second movie made $800 million. Wow. The third movie, Dark of the Moon, which I consider to be the best. I think it's my favorite because it came out when I was starting to get into Transformers. Mm-hmm. Like, when it was the first... Well, I had always been interested in Transformers, but this was the first movie that came out, like, like when I was alive. And interested in Transformers. You know? Uh-huh. It made one billion a hundred twenty-three million seven hundred and ninety thousand five hundred and forty-three dollars. 
The fourth movie, probably because everybody expected so much of it, made one billion one hundred and four million. We get it a billion dollars. Sharon has to say all the numbers. Yeah. The fifth That's movie. Guess how much the fifth movie made. How much? <laughs> Six hundred and three million. Mm. That made less than the first movie made. Mm. I would like the fifth to say movie, was that was the fifth movie um Age of Extinction. Fifth movie was Last Night that came out last year. That mm. sucked. Fourth movie was Age of Extinction. Right. Okay. You are correct, sir. So okay. total total with without um the toy line just with the movies they made four billion dollars. Yeah, that's what, yeah Donald Trump. Uh, like actually, that's how much Donald Trump. Yeah. So Transformers owns more money than Donald Trump. Oh, that's oh, dude. That's just the movies. Let me see yeah, if I, I can find... I know. How much has Transformers toy line made? Transformers... Let's see how much has Transformers overall made. Actually, oh, yeah. I'll yeah. that up. Yeah. Overall made. Ree! This is the movies. Toilet. 123.4 million. Wait, no. What? Let me see 
doesn't say how much they've button. made, but they have made since the beginning of 2017, which is when it was released. They have made and shipped, like people have bought 68, like almost 69 million switches. Since when? Since the beginning of uh, 2017. 2017. So that's in like one year. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, we, so- you. <laughs> Yeah, nobody bought the Wii U. Actually, that's not true. Like, basically everybody that I knew had a Wii U. Carver? You have a Wii U. Edit this out. You're homeschooled. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but seriously. Yeah. The Wii U... Everybody I know had a Wii U. People bought it because of popularity. I got a Wii U and I thought it was cool. Yeah. I like, I had nobody to play with. Huh. Nobody that I knew had a Wii U. Everybody yeah. else's like Xbox, PS4, like, yeah. Like, you know. And I'm sad to say it, but I've kind of turned to that too. Yeah. It's the popular thing right now. No, more because, more so because. You know, that's just what everybody else plays. If everybody else played Nintendo Switch with, which, uh, don't get me wrong, a lot of people do. Yeah. But if everybody was like, oh, Nintendo Switch, Wii U, that's what I would play. Hmm. It's not because of the games and it's pop. Well, actually, yeah, it is pretty much because it's popular because, um, I wouldn't have anybody else to play with. Yeah. And that's really what people have turned to these days for video games. They mostly turn yeah. to, like, online multiplayer and... Yeah. To play with their friends. So, anyway, got a little off track there. Yeah. Nintendo Switch exploded. There was, like... Like, everybody wanted a Nintendo Switch. And it was fair because it is a really awesome console. Yeah. Um, Combining for years... Since they're, they started, Nintendo has made a handheld console and a home console. Yeah. And... So... Yeah. Um, so what I, what, I, what I think... What I think they did wrong on the Wii U is that they advertised the fact that you could play it like, you could see on your controller so much that, like, you know how there's, like, the screen on the gamepad. Yeah. So, they advertised that so much that that was the only thing that people would buy it for. It's because that was, like, I've, besides PS, uh, besides, uh, PS Portable, that's the only console that I've seen that has that feature. Yeah, and, and that I got... Is the only reason that people bought a Wii U is because... Well, I wouldn't say the only reason that anybody bought it, but the only reason it... The, the only reason it got most of its sales is because of the advertising for the screen on the gamepad. Yeah. Which a bunch of people bought it for the kids on Christmas, and then they bought a couple games, but it never really was a... 
it started off strong because, again, because of the advertising. And it just didn't get any further after that. Yeah. After, after people were like, okay, this is a Wii, but with a screen on the controller. And the Switch... I just my $300. And in one year, the Switch has sold almost 70, $70 million. The Wii U sold $13 million since its release in 2012 to 2017. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. <laughs> I... So. Okay, here's the thing, though. Everybody had it. Like, that was the thing. For a little bit. Then everybody was like, this is kind of dumb. Which, I did get a little annoyed when people said it's a Wii, but uh, but with a screen on the controller. Because that's not really true. It's a lot better graphics than the Wii, completely different system than the Wii, can play more games than the Wii, has more memory than a Wii. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. Oh, many. I'm not saying it has more games, I'm saying it's compatible with more games. Hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, memory and gigabytes, I'm really sure, like, I'm almost positive it was more than the Wii. Were better. Yes, you did. Like a billion times better. If I was go so, and here's the thing: everybody was excited for the Switch because they could finally play games in good graphics on the go. Like nobody bought the. That was. Almost nobody bought this. Like. Uh, this is kind of sad because I have a 3DS, but no, no, yeah. nobody bought a 3DS. The 3DS was somewhat of a good idea. And it was the only console that had Pokemon. Yeah. It was the only game that had Pokemon on it. Yeah. So that was kind of a reason, because all those crazy Pokemon fans... now, now, they're making Pokemon on Switch. They are, yes. Isn't Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee on Switch? I think that's, like, on mobile, actually. No. I wouldn't know that. You're the no, you're I the don't... game guy. <laughs> let me let me look it up. Yeah. Is let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee on mobile. But yeah, um Oh, uh, let's go. This article was produced on. Oh, wow. What is this? VG247? I don't know what that is. Anyway, it's. Yep, it's on Switch. The Wii U sold 13.5 million units, making it officially Hmm. Nintendo's worst selling console ever. Oh. 
Yeah. That's so sad. Here, let me check. Nintendo console. But yeah, let's go sales. Pikachu and let's go Eevee is exclusively on Switch. So yeah, it's not it's not mobile, it's Switch. And there's I believe they were gonna make Pokemon Stars. Yeah. Not, sure. I heard about that. Really? Yeah, and they said it and now like two years ago and they still haven't done it. Which is Okay. Well, not two years ago, more like a year and a half. The NES NES sold 61 million units. Oh, adjusted. Okay. The SNES Mm -hmm. sold 49 million units. Okay. So you can already see a decline. The Nintendo 64 sold 32 million units. The GameCube sold 21 million units. The Wii U sold 10. 10 million? Mm-hmm. The Wii... Okay, so this graph is pretty interesting because it goes down from the start, but then the Wii, 101 million units. Yeah. The Wii skyrocketed. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The Nintendo DS actually did better with 154 million units. Wow. <laughs> the, the 3DS only made 54 million units, though. Mm. I really appreciated. Oh, the game, the Game Boy Advance or the Game Boy actually did better than the Wii. It sold 118 million units. Didn't you say the Wii sold 150? Um, that was for software. This is hardware. But, yeah. The Game Boy... Yeah. Yeah, that's... So the Switch is doing pretty well, and Nintendo's coming back. It's still going on pretty strong. Uh, the Wii U has a 4.7 rating, and Switch has 4.8. So... Uh, and, uh, this says, here, let's start with Wii U. I have some little articles. It's an entirely new, this is Wii U, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's an entirely new, and this was, um, posted in 2012. It's an entirely new system that will change the way you experience entertainment. Yeah, right. For the first time, experience your first Nintendo worlds in crystal clear, high definition. The new Wii U gamepad controller removes the traditional barrier between you, your games, and your TV by creating a second window into the video game world. Big deal. Mm. It incorporates a 6.2 inch uh, 16 by 9 aspect radio LCD touchscreen, as well as the traditional buttons to control uh, controls and two analog sticks. Yeah. So. That's sort of a boop in my snoot, if you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, for the first time, experience your favorite and crystal clear high definition. Sure. Uh, the graphics were alright, but not amazing. Yeah. Uh, it, will ex- <laughs> it will change the way you experience entertainment. <sighs> sort of. 
mean, I guess. I'm not meaning to, like, down on the Wii U. I'm downing on the person who wrote this. Like, really? Hmm. You're, you're, you're booping my snoop. But removes the traditional barrier, barriers between you and your game. Yeah, I can see. I can see why it would say that. Because, I mean, if you're looking from far away, you can just look at your controller. Yeah, and you could play games, like... You could play games on on the gamepad, like, while you were watching, while somebody was watching the TV. Yeah. Like, something else on the TV. That's what I appreciated the most. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But the video, the first video that I watched on the Wii U showed a picture, so showed this little clip of this kid playing, um... Turning it off, turning on his gamepad behind the couch, and like it started playing on the TV and like interrupting this dad's football game, and he's like, "Whoa!" Oh yeah, I saw that. That was, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. And but and th- this was the Wii U's. Like, popularity was... Like, the only reason I think it did good is because of the touchscreen thing and because it was bringing in the... It started bringing in the Amiibo, which we talked about in the last episode. That that was, like, half the reason Wii U kind of did... Oh, I mean, it didn't really do good, but, I mean, considering how bad it did... The Amiibos really helped it, I guess. It did. Because Amiibo came out in, like, 2014, 15? Though, it kind of, the Wii U started kind of declining. Have you ever heard of an Amiibo card? Yeah. Yeah. The only reason that the Amiibos were doing good was because they were so overpriced and they and finally people started like taking out the little chips from those uh, Amiibo putting them into cards and then selling them each for like five dollars yeah Amiibo is a whole different story though which we covered we covered that last episode yeah so here's the Nintendo Switch article. The Nintendo Switch is Nintendo's latest home portable game console released on March 3rd, 2017. So it was a year ago. Right. It's powered by NVIDIA IDIA That's a tongue twister. Okay, so here is the Nintendo Switch article. The Nintendo Switch is Nintendo's latest home portable gaming console released on March 3rd, 2017. It's powered by NVIDIA's custom Tegra uh, Progressor. It has a uh, 6.2 1280x720 LCD multi-touch capacitive touchscreen. What? It does not have a touchscreen. Yeah, it does. What is it? Have you seen? Have you played with a Switch oh, before? Oh wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, never 
second of the control, like the regular controllers. Never mind. That's my bad. Um, uh, yeah, that doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess it does, but it's nothing too interesting. See you guys later. See you.